Hey guys, welcome back to the Matthew Freeman Show. As you guys know, this is a place that I like to go and chat about stuff that I like to chat about and hope that something that I say along the way is helpful for you in living a better and higher quality life. Not that you're not living a fully functional, amazing, high quality life right now, but uh, we all go through experiences, experiences that I like to expand upon and share and at some point in time, we will all kind of deal with something that will cause a level of adversity. And if there's something that you've heard along the way that you could swat that adversity away just a little bit easier, then I want to share. So with that being said, I wanted to take a moment actually to expand on three tweets that I put out in the last month or so that maybe I just actually just wanted to share more of what I was thinking when I wrote them. I think um, these tweets transferred over to Instagram um, were definitely, you know, powerful statements. And sometimes when I'm going through something emotionally, I um, will share from the bottom of my heart, what I was thinking, and the words don't always come out in the manner my head was thinking them. And there are cases where when they're read, depending on where the recipient is, they don't see the entirety of the message. And sometimes the message takes some deeper thought or some more time to sit and resonate to come back to a full understanding. And sometimes it just doesn't apply to you. And therefore, it may not resonate or make sense. But there were three. Three tweets to go a little bit further. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. So short episode, not going to spend a ton of time on any of it, but at the same time, definitely wanted to, you know, put this out there and hope to add to things that I'm sharing. So first one, and I'm going to read the whole thing and then we'll go back line by line. There is a point where being hard on yourself creates diminishing return. It's a gift and a curse. Self-assessment is crucial while self-deprecation is wasteful energy. Yeah, so that was the tweet. We're going to break it down line by line. First and foremost, there is a point where being hard on yourself creates diminishing return. Here's what I mean by that. If you don't know me, then you might not know that I am extremely hard on myself. This is the way it's been my entire life. I am often not satisfied with anything that I've done or accomplished. I always think there's something I could have done better, should have done better, maybe forgot to say, maybe I was a little bit ill-prepared. Maybe I was overprepared. 
Maybe I overthought the audience. Maybe, maybe, maybe. This is, you know, um, something that I've done my entire life. Regardless of the performance, no matter how good it was, I would brush off the great and focus on the few things that I felt I could have done better. The second line says, it's a gift and a curse. What I mean by that is very, very simple. Being hard on yourself is a good thing, I think, in a lot of ways. Because I don't, I'm not satisfied with what I've yet done, which gives me an internal drive that looks like to the outside world discipline and motivation, etc. At least that's what I've been told. What I see on the inside is laziness and corner cutting and things that I could do. So the gift and the curse is the gift is I do stick with things. I am continually trying to learn. I am continually trying to be better. I am pushing to grow. And that's the gift. Shoot, if we weren't pushing to grow, you'd get bored. And so there's always something that I feel I could be working on, working towards, working for, and that is the gift. The curse on the other side of things is that if you never take a moment, just a moment, to say I'm going to appreciate this victory, or I did a good thing, or to say, you know, you're really... You're really doing well. Well, that was an awesome day at the ball field. You went four for four. You had two walks. Threw a couple people out. That was a great CrossFit event. You PR'd. Yeah, but Matt, I didn't come in first. You see, if, if you never can honor your growth, then I believe it's a curse Because at some point, you never stop to appreciate the hard work that you've put in. I went on to say self-assessment is crucial while self-deprecation is wasteful energy. I think it is extremely important to be able to be both subjective and objective about the things that you are doing. So... So objectively, that goes back to my data post, have traceable data that allows you to see in an objective way how you are progressing. And then subjectively, be able to analyze and assess a performance and be honest with yourself. What did I do well? What can I improve upon? And move from there is it's critical. It's and it's essential. Like self-assessment is essential. Now, self-deprecation doesn't do anything for you to a high degree. Self-deprecation becomes wasteful energy. This world does enough of showing us areas we're falling short, whether it be looking in the 
looking in your checking and savings account and realizing, hey, you don't have as much as you need or it's not going to go very far or stepping on a scale and figuring out some equivalent of, you know, I'm not doing what I should be doing. That self-deprecation is saying, I suck, I'm not good, I'm not capable, I'm not valuable, does nothing to move you forward. So it's wasteful energy, and energy slash time is a commodity. Time is a commodity you don't get back. Energy is important to utilize your time effectively. So if you're too tired to get off the couch and go do that thing, or go on that date, or go on that bike ride, or go to that cooking class, then life becomes very dull. And if you're too tired because you wasted energy beating yourself down so much so that you are behind the ball and no longer want to do the things that are good for you, that is a problem. I I don't like the word problem, but that is a problem. And in the next post, I use that word a few times. Therefore, never being proud of yourself stops momentum. And that's kind of the summary of the tweet. So there is a point where being hard on yourself creates diminishing return. It's a gift and a curse. Self-assessment is crucial while self-deprecation is wasteful energy. Never being proud of yourself stops momentum. And that's just the bottom line. So being humble is awesome. But you can also say, hey, I am doing a great job. And then don't live in that because then you'll live in the past accomplishments and that will hold you back from the future. So pat yourself on the back. Continue to move forward. Second, realistically, the problem is not the program, the nutrition plan, the training methodology, Your genetics, your environment, the gym is too crowded, even though they may contribute to timing. The problem is a lack of patience and commitment to the process. Choose and do. This is another one that I posted. And breaking this down, first sentence. Realistically. The problem is not the program, the nutrition plan, the training methodology, your genetics, your environment, or the gym is too crowded, even though they may contribute to timing. What I am saying here is if you are not seeing the progress that you are hoping for, the problem is not probably not the type of program that you're doing the type of nutrition plan, the training methodology itself, your genetics, your environment, the gym is too crowded. But all of those in general may contribute to the timing. Now, here's an assumption there is that, you know, you're doing a realistic training program or your nutrition plan is something that was either given to you or a book you read or something that you're following you're following it to the best of your ability you know the training methodology is whether you're doing crossfit bodybuilding powerlifting yoga zumba hit you know 
whatever the rest of the case may be. Your genetics, you know, are your genetics, whether or not the gym is too crowded, the environment that you're in, these things, assuming that they are somewhat fair, they could even be pretty shitty, to be honest with you, is most likely a contributor to the timing of the result that you are looking for. But not, oh, well, let's, let's keep going. They're, they're most likely a contributor to the timing of the results you're looking for. I go on to say, the problem is a lack of patience and commitment to the process. So what really occurs is that you're probably doing a lot of the right things. And nothing that you're doing is inherently wrong or detracting in most cases. There are situations. And so I'm speaking to those that are going to the gym, trying to eat well. You know, they're showing up and they're saying, hey, this isn't happening. That's half the statement. The rest is this isn't happening, right? Because I'm not willing to wait long enough to see it occur in the time frame that I had set for myself. So really it comes down to an unrealistic expectation based on the commitment level to whatever it is that you're doing and a lack of sticking to the process of what you're doing long enough to see said result. When you open a business, if you're profitable year one, hallelujah, I don't know how you did it. If you're profitable year two, you know, you're probably doing a lot of things well, you know, but most often to recover the expense, the initial expense and to become profitable, it's somewhere in that three to five to seven year range. And you know that and you build that in to the expectation, you build that into the profit and loss, and you build that into the plan. However, someone decides to try keto, go to CrossFit, and thinks that they should lose 60 pounds in 60 days, and that's not the case. I finished with choose and do. Choose and do simply means choose something and do it. And do it long enough to see the effectiveness of it, right? There should be some some general things occurring in a certain period of time. But if you have the realistic expectation, you can determine the effectiveness. And then what I said as a summary in the base of the statement is the secret is in the adjustments. The thing that occurs that creates the problem is I'm going to go to CrossFit and I'm going to eat this way and I, you know, unfortunately I'm from a short family and we're most often carry body fat in these areas and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And when it's not working within the time frame that you were hoping for, you scrap that and you go... Now I'm going to go to a powerlifting gym and I'm going to go carnivore and I'm going to do X. It's it's completely new plan instead of just adjusting the plan that you're on 
just barely adjusting the dosage so that it can be tweaked and it can fit you a little bit more and the results can occur. Of course, in all situations, there are situations where there will probably be more effective programming for you, but you have to do these things to learn. You have to see them through to learn, and the secret is in the tiny adjustments. Last one. There is way too much of one thing going around these days. Judgment. Stay in your lane and let others carve their own path. If you feel judged, let it roll off your back and do you. You can also ask yourself if there is any value in is what in what is being said. Okay, let's break that down line by line. There is way too much of one thing going around these days. Judgment. Look, everybody's judging everybody for everything. I don't like your shoes. I don't like your socks. I don't like the way you walk. I don't like the way you talk. You talk with your hands. I don't like that. It makes me nervous. You're training at the wrong gym. You're training in my spot. Why do you drive the car? Why do you show up at two? Why are you drinking Fit Aid? Why, why this? Why that? Why are you drinking Zion? Or Zion's? Zion's? Whatever it is. You know, why do you eat paleo? Why do you not eat paleo? Why do you, why do you work that job? Why are you with him? Why are you not with him? Why are you with her? Why are you not with her? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Why are you doing that job? Why? Da, 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 da. Like this, this judgment is across the board and it's everywhere and everyone is judging you on everything, but really they're, they're really judging themselves through you. They're trying to learn something about themselves through you. Oftentimes, the judgment isn't really a direct reflection of anything that you are doing. It's a direct reflection of everything that they may or may not be doing, that they're insecure about and uncertain about. So when you don't want the spotlight on you, you point it at someone else and it deflects and you don't have to deal with whatever it is that you should be dealing with. just the reality. Judgment's rampant. It is what it is. There's too much of it. It's hurtful to both the judger and the judgy. And it hurts to see. And I'm guilty. You're lying if you say you never judge anyone because you know damn well You've walked in to the beauty salon to get your nails done, to get beautified up, and looked at the stylist and said, wow, they're ratty. Do I really want to get styled from them? Or went in to get personal training and said, wow, they're not in shape. Do I really want them to train me? Or went to get financial advice and saw the person driving up that was going to advise you in a broken down car, not very dressed well you know, etc. Or went to get food and the, and the server came up and had two piercings in their ears and their nose and some tattoos and you thought, oh, is this the person that's going to be serving me food? Look, we've all been guilty of judgment. Which is why I said stay in your lane and let others carve their own path. You have no clue where their path started, originated, or where it's going. 
So let's not begin to believe we understand the entirety of the story and judge based on the small sample that we're looking at. If you feel judged, let it roll off your back and do you. The biggest problem with judgment that I see is that people withhold their voice. One of the reasons these tweets went out there is because I said I'm not going to withhold my voice any longer. I am going to say the things that I think that I know, the things that rile me up, the things that I feel I should say. I feel like I need to shake them things up and I feel destined to do certain things, yet I sit back because I'm worried about being judged and I'm worried about how it's going to come off and I'm worried about, you know, not being the best I can be, etc. And I withhold my voice because I'm worried about criticism. Well, screw that. I don't care anymore. Let it roll off your back. You know what? The reality is my boss used to say, and I should know this. If people aren't talking about you, Matt, it means you're not doing enough. So if no one's judging you, be worried. Until then, smile and say thank you. Lastly, though, ties into one above, which is you can also ask yourself if there's anything of value in what is being said. That's the self-assessment subjectively part. What are they saying? Does any of it hold true? Should I pay close attention to any of it? And what might I utilize to grow and move forward? And what may I just ignore? And that is very important as well because... Sometimes judgment hurts us because it's true and it's something we want to work on. And if we're seeing it over and over again, maybe we should work on it. And I summarize that one by saying, encourage more, judge less. Let's encourage each other to be awesome. I recently heard someone saying it broke my heart. I'm driven by competitiveness, which... I love, but if I see someone around me, I just want to beat them, which is great. But to the extent that you don't want to share and lift others up, that becomes a problem. Excuse me. It's a a problem when beating someone requires you to pull them down in the process. Encourage others, judge less. Guys, thank you for tuning in today. Three three tweets to go a little bit further. If you're enjoying the show, do me a favor. Take a screenshot of your episode that you like. Post it in your story. Tag me. Tell others what you like about it. Share. Don't keep me a secret. Don't hide me. The more you share me, the more others will hear and the more people will start to think, wow, I don't see what they, that she likes about that podcast or he likes about that podcast. And then they'll say, hey, I don't like your podcast and maybe I'll get a bad review. Or maybe, just maybe, they'll go, thank you so much for sharing that information. I really like what I've been hearing. It really helped me get through X. 
And I'm really appreciative of you sharing that information with me. I can't wait to hear more. And then they can share and the word can spread. As always, I really, really appreciate everyone that takes a moment and gives me your time, your most valuable commodity, to just vibe on stuff that we talk about and go from there. I love you guys. I really do. Thanks again for tuning in to the Matthew Freeman Show. Until next time.